Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying Burgers out the flying door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Sangai Nation, welcome to the show here on another Friday afternoon. Sangai, along with the coach with the most, coming at us from coast to coast, Coach Mike Jones, with you as normal. Real fast before we jump into things with our guest today, if you are looking for some professional wrestling in the next couple of days, Friday, today, you have WCWO in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Outlaw Arena, 1151 South Kentucky Avenue, Northwest Pro, where you can find myself later today in South Hill, Washington, at the Ki Martial Arts Center, NSW in Lexington, Kentucky, IWR in Monroe, Michigan, and Conquest in Charleston, West Virginia. Tomorrow night, Northwest Pro returning to South Hill at the Martial Arts Center. You can find me there as well. I'll be there both nights. B5 Wrestling in Portland, Oregon. New Wave Pro in Paris, Illinois. Gouge making their debut in Durham, North Carolina. JICW in Martinsville, Indiana. That is a tribute show for Clyde Richardson, who passed away last year, and also a benefit raising funds for the family. In the fight at Crown Point, Indiana, FWF in Warsaw, Indiana, MPW in Omaha, Nebraska, Russell South in Lacey Springs, Alabama, Supreme Wrestling in Madison, Indiana, Envision in Vincennes, Indiana, RWE in Grubbs, Arkansas, MWW in Elmira, New York, All-Star Wrestling in Vancouver, British Columbia, Top of Texas in Amarillo, Texas, MWA in Arlington Heights, Illinois, TWE in Red Bank, Tennessee, AWA in Waldorf, Maryland, UAW in Norton, Virginia, and the OIWA in Greenville, Texas tomorrow. Without any further ado, though, I want to welcome our guest. He is the owner-promoter of Liberty Pro Wrestling based out of Tennessee. Thomas Bruff, thank you so much for being on the show today. Glad to have you here. Well, thank you guys for the invite. I'm glad to be here and tell you a little bit about Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling and and. Uh, just all about us from A to Z and 1 to 10. Absolutely. Now, since it's your first time with us, we will start you out with the traditional first-timer question. What led to you getting into the professional wrestling business? Oh, that's, I don't even know how to answer that, really, but I'm going to give it my best shot. I've been around wrestling since I was three years old. And um, done a lot of different things. Helped Eddie Marlin 
own uh, spot shows around here in the in the mid south. Uh, sold tickets for them, worked concession stand, ring announced, and I've just been a wrestling fan all my life. And uh, about 2007, ladies weren't getting the uh, matches, attention, the money like they are today. And in 2007, we started another company called Magnificent Ladies Wrestling. And what it was was to give them matches to make more money. And from that, uh, we were we resigned and quit and sold it in 2013. And in 2018, we come back and started it again under Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling. And what made me do it? It's just the love of wrestling. There's no other word for it. I mean, I've been a, everything you can be, from sweeping the floors to putting up and help try help putting up the rings. I'm not in physical shape anymore. I'm getting old, but uh, uh, I just love working with the people, and we work with good people. And if we don't work with good people, we, we usually don't see them again. Is it Shalini, dog? Now, like you said, Women's wrestling at that time wasn't getting nearly the attention and respect that it does now, especially at the national level. Were you basing the promotion based on what you failed to see at the national level, or had you always enjoyed women's wrestling and wanted to gear to that no matter what they were doing at the national level? I, I guess I've always been a fan of the ladies wrestling more. Uh, I'm not going to say more, but as much as the guys. And, I mean, I go all the way back to the to the 60s when uh, Dan Casey's, uh, Penny Banners, all those type women were out there, and they busted their butt and, and hardly even got paid for it. They were all great women, great wrestlers. I knew Penny. I knew Rita Cortez. I met several, uh, I'm good friends today with Debbie Johnson. Uh, she lives here in the Memphis area, like ourselves. And, uh, you know, I just had a soft place in my heart for them. And, uh, they, they deserve to get paid better. They deserve to get work, have more work. You know, you'd see them on a card and it'd say special added attraction or, uh, you know, just something weird like that instead of being acknowledged as just wrestlers. And uh, we took it upon ourselves to try all we could to help with that situation in the world. And, Lord, today you can't turn on the TV without seeing ladies wrestling, and that's a blessing because some of them are super darn good. That's all I know to say. Absolutely they are, and it's good to see that they have gotten to the point where they are today and they still have a lot to go but it's much much better than it was 15 years ago for sure oh yeah and they for the people that aren't familiar with what you do at liberty pro wrestling and what that's about could you tell us about the promotion and what it is that you provide yeah we provide a service uh, for guys to get matches and matchups that they want and they like and also can get the finishes that they want to a match. 
there's no guessing. They tell us what they want with what ladies we have on that month's card. We make the match for them. We get it uh, worked out, holds, moves, basically, and then the, the finish. And then we send the customer his match after we get it done. Usually uh, we do them on Saturday, and he usually has them, or her in some cases, uh, Tuesday at the latest. We send them via downloads. Oh, for uh, people nope. that are wondering about uh, getting these matches made and everything, uh, it's not a traditional wrestling product. Uh, you're not doing it in, like, big arenas with lots of fans or anything like that. But the ladies go out there, they perform the match, and give the customer what they are wanting out of the match, basically. When you first started Liberty, was it a challenge to get wrestlers on board with it because it was different than the norm, or did you find it easier because it was different? Well, having the other company first, uh, Magnificent Ladies Wrestling, uh, we had made a lot of friendships, a lot of, lot of people we knew, and we simply went back to a lot of them, and they were ready to go. And uh, we only had two two, uh, two ladies that said, no, nah, they weren't going to get back in the custom business. Out of that, everybody else's door was wide open, and all we had to do was start scheduling them. It was actually easy. But now, when I did start in 2007, it was ridiculously hard. People were skeptical. Uh, you know, when you say private or custom wrestling, that, that varies anywhere from what we do, which is strictly 100% professional wrestling, in gear, in their clothes, no boobs, no butts, none of that stuff, to 100% the other direction, which is 100% completely naked and doing uh, what I call vulgar stuff. And that's not us. We're the, we're the professional, and you will wear gear and you won't. They're not going to see your boobs, or they're not going to see your tail end, I promise you. Uh, obviously, like you said, it was when you very first started, kind of a chore to get the wrestlers on board. How hard was it when you first launched this idea to get fans on board with it and accept it as a legitimate type of business? That's a great question. Uh, well, there, there's another company that actually, and, and i got to give them props, is the best at this in the world, and that's Slamming Ladies out of Florida run by Lexi Fight and her husband. And we kind of patterned uh, what we saw them do with what we did. And uh, that helped because we could use them as a, as a reference as we're going to be like what Slamming Ladies does. And uh, that, that helped. First, we did three matches, our very first taping ever back in 2007, and all three of them were Sue Young's first three ever wrestling matches against a, a lady, and, uh, and the lady was Tasha Simone. And we filmed those, and I don't think we sold 10 copies total because nobody knew us. 
but we built and our next taping we had misty james and uh, tasha sue a couple other girls i don't remember their names now and it you know we started gaining momentum people started seeing us we started putting our product out there and it just it just steamrolled into the success that it is nowadays for the fans listening that may not be familiar like i am with tasha simone she started out in the old memphis territory and came up that way you mentioned getting your start with eddie marlin who is legendary in the memphis area did you find that a lot of people that worked that Memphis territory uh, back in the days of the USWA would sort of vouch for you when you needed to when you were starting up? Did you get help just having been in that territory? Well, not so much because a lot of the old-timers actually are dead set against this. They think it's exposing the business, but... Nowadays, I I get any support I want from from just about anybody, and that helps. But back then, it was you know like a Dundee. He he wouldn't he wouldn't support it. I exposing the business, he'd say, and and things like that. But now it's no problem at all. But it was a little tough back in back then because you know kayfabe was a little more alive than it is now. Of course, Vince weren't that back in the what was it, late 80s, early 90s, when he exposed the business for to the whole world. That is very true. Now, in the wrestling industry, over the last 30 to 40 years, we've seen a lot of controversial things that have hurt the business, things like the steroid scandal, the ring boy scandal there's been numerous uh, crimes committed by various people within the business that caused controversy and scandal when you're starting a custom promotion and even now that you're established and doing well do you get people that are leery of that just because it's so different that they associate kind of the scandalous parts of wrestling with you? Well, not not really anymore. I mean, you got a few girls, when you ask them if they would like to do customs, and they'll say, no, I think it's dirty, nasty, and trashy, and uh, it's not. What we do is exactly what you would see in an arena on Friday and Saturday nights, except there's no crowd. The girls, you know, talk back and forth to each other and, you know, uh, get some conglomerate going or whatever you want to call it, arguing or fussing with each other, things like that sometimes in a match, depending on what the customer requests. But not really anymore. I mean, they either want to do them or they don't do them. We have some girls that literally beg us each month to put us on, put, a, put them on the card because they see the potential of how much money they can make. And uh, and then uh, we got some that won't do it no matter what. I got a list of girls that I'd love to, to have work for us, but they just don't want to do customs, they say. 
And that's their that's their privilege. That's the nice thing about living in America. You know, they don't have to do it. And then we got some that, like I said, we can't get rid of. They want to do them every month. So it's a mix. It's really a mixture, to be honest. Now the professional wrestling industry in the last couple of years had to improvise a lot because of the world situation with the COVID and a lot of places were doing empty arena shows where there were no fans and they would film shows for YouTube or whichever streaming service and there would be no fans even at the national level for quite a while there were no fans in attendance during the national shows did you find it easier to keep your company going because you didn't really have an audience in the live portion of your show it was all done for the internet anyway that's correct we never we never missed a taping and uh, the simple reason is they started doing what we had been doing. I mean, like when I'd watch NXT or, or Raw or any of those, what I saw there was what we do. And some people's understood that better now. That actually was a plus for our our industry on the uh, custom side. But you know, it 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 did help. It didn't didn't hurt us any. Like I say, we never missed it. We checked temperatures. My wife's a, a RN nurse. And it's funny, she's an RN nurse, but she also at her hospital is the one who's, <laughs> excuse me, oversees the COVID. <coughs> excuse me. So we had, we had our own built-in testers, too. And <clears throat> the talent wore masks when they weren't wrestling. <coughs> excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, you're all good. You're all good. I usually don't get choked up, but I did a good job of it that time. It was a touchy subject, I think. Huh? It was a touchy subject. Yeah. Well, it was, but like I say, we we asked them to sit apart at the tapings. I mean, we did did everything we could do that uh, nobody would get COVID. We actually had one one lady in that two-year period that – found out after she'd wrestled all day that day she had COVID. She went to the doctor not feeling good in her emergency room and nobody else got COVID from that day. So that was our only run in in our building with COVID. Now we had a couple, maybe three that got COVID and couldn't come, but actually in the building we had one in uh, two years. I, I was really happy with that. That's an outstanding record for sure. Well, like I said, we put every safety protocol into it we could do. And uh, I'm proud of my wife. Like I said, she headed up and uh, checked temperatures and, I mean, made them wear their mask and everything. And she did a great job. Well, we have a fan of our show that likes to send in questions and statements. And he has sent one in. For you, um, let's see, this is a more of a statement, but uh, he, along with the founder of 
Turnbuckle Turmoil, QT Vokes, uh, would like to see a match involving intergender robots and sundresses and a fruit pie on a pole match, and perhaps a fatal four-way involving Little Bit, Alejandro Lion, Otis, and Jackson Crowley, each wearing a sundress and accessories looking like robots or cyborgs. The wrestling moves would be very mechanical. Winner is the first to grab the fruit pie from the pole and shout eek. Now, is that the most specific type of match you've ever heard of so far? Yeah, that might be a little of our realm of possibilities because I can't see the Crowleys wearing a sundress, just to be honest. But I will say this for the Crowleys. I will say this for the Crowleys. That is the best gimmick in this part of the country in the independent scene right now is the Crowleys. If you haven't booked the Crowleys, promoters, you're missing the boat. Those kids are great. Absolutely. Well, at this point, my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, is with us. I know Coach has questions to ask, so I'm going to pass you over to him for a bit. Okay. Hey, Coach. You. Hey. Hey, Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live here from Wapato Lake in Washington State. How you doing, brother? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much. Well, great. It's an honor and pleasure to have you. We're blessed that you're part of our 1705th show, man. Wow. That's pretty awesome. 1705 shows. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, and counting and we got a big uh, lineup coming up but hey man we're really uh proud of what you've done for wrestling and we really appreciate all all you do for women's wrestling and wrestling in tennessee and the wrestling in general yeah we we actually uh fly them in from all over the country one of washington's finest rebel kales worked for us several times and excellent talent scale of one to ten i'd give her a 12 that's how good that kid is Okay, nice. And we got a, a treat for you today. A longtime member of the Real School Army is going to supposed to be calling in any time now to say hi to you and talk to you for a minute. We'll okay. have to wait and see who it is. We'll have to wait and see who it is. All right. All right. So, hey, uh, what's some of your most memorable matches that you've either seen or been part of? Oh, Lord. Y'all do know I'm 64 years old, right? Yeah, that's so, fine. I know. I can go back a long ways, what I'm saying. One of the yeah, uh, matches I saw as a kid, I got to see Lou Thea's wrestle in Memphis uh, when he was still the NWA World's Champion. And uh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. Lou Thea's was always one of my favorites. Uh, probably one of the best feuds I ever saw was the interns with Dr. Ken Ramey against Jerry Jarrett and Jackie Fargo or Jerry Jarrett and Tojo Yamamoto. Uh, Jarrett lost his hair in, in one of the tag matches. I remember that just like yesterday. Of course, getting to grow up and watch Lawler has uh, been uh, pretty good in Memphis. Uh, before ECW, there was Memphis, and, and a lot of people maybe not don't know that around the world, cause, but Memphis wrestling back in the uh 70s, 80s, 90s, and up to 2000 was was something else. Uh, since then, and even to this day, uh, it's it's 
not what it once was. We got people trying to be, but it's it's really not. And uh, and uh, I grew up in that world, Memphis wrestling, and then of course uh, satellite wrestling come along. Got to see a lot of uh, TBS and and World Championship wrestling and all that. But probably my number one match of all time. Let me let me see if I can get it here. was the Austin Idol versus Jerry Lawler match. Harriet State and Tommy Rich had camped out under the ring since 3 o'clock that afternoon and come out and helped defeat Lawler, and they shaved, they shaved his head. That was that and Jackie Fargo losing his hair to Al Green also in the 60s. Uh, both of those are standout matches, and uh, Al and Jackie, literally beat the heck out of each other. Lawler, of course, Rich come out and helped uh, Idol. So uh, two different scenarios, but both of them are very uh, memorable. Wow, man, that's amazing. And then I got an Austin Idol story for you. Uh, my mentor, Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan, and I were down there at Cauliflower Alley in Vegas, and I'm sitting at the at a booth where the fans are, and all of a sudden, I looked over because Kevin got a call, and it was Austin Idol. And Kevin talked to Austin for a minute or two. And ironically, the next fan that came up to talk to Kevin says to Kevin, "Hey, man, have you seen Austin Idol lately?" Kevin says, "No, he's in prison." Kevin says, "No, he's in prison." And I was like, "What? <laughs> you just talked to him? I didn't say that though, but I thought it was pretty funny." That is, that is funny, and. And Sullivan, Sullivan was the probably one of the uh, top five heels of all time in America. Really, he had a genius mind for it, especially when he was booking Florida <clears throat> and uh, also WTBS, I guess, or D- WCW, whichever one that was. And yeah, and he he's still out there kicking ass. Yeah, I saw I saw that other day. I think you I saw him down on the. At a show in Texas, if I'm not wrong. And, oh yeah, he's all uh, over. He, yeah. When he come here, he was a baby face, and uh, he had the the total bodybuilding thing going for him, and uh, he was really over as a baby face. But boy, when he switched, he didn't look back. Oh yeah, and then hey, what about some of the most memorable matches in Liberty Pro? Well. One of our probably first one was the tournament we had to uh, get our first ladies champion, and that ended up being a uh, uh, a little tournament. And little bit won it. Little bit's a hundred and eight pounds ringing wet, and that is probably one of the better ladies that I enjoy seeing in the ring of of anybody. I mean, she's never she's got two daughters. She's never really went you know, big or tried to go big. But, boy, she is a pistol for us and does a great job. And then uh, trying to think, we, we have a, we've had a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think about it for probably, a minute. And then I'm, I'm listening. Probably, I was going to say probably uh, last month, uh, February, we actually had two men 
the, the Arkansas Terriers defeat a little bit and and Katie, uh, Caitlin Black for the titles. And, you know, I really didn't want to do the match, but the girls agreed to it, so we did the match. And the, so right now we have two men as the ladies' champions. Now, they don't – they not like the swimmer deal. They are men, but <laughs> – Okay. <laughs> I don't even know how else to say that. You know, they're yeah. legitimate. They're going to defend them against a little bit. And Diana Taylor, I believe, this month in April. All right. A little bit. Caitlin Black kind of had a parting of the ways. So a little bit went and got her old partner, and Diane, Diana got hers too. So it should be good. Yeah, I see your ad for the upcoming, your next show. Man, that looks like a stack card. You got some good talent on that show. Well, thank you. We we try. We we've really worked hard at at uh, mixing our local talent in with our talent we fly in, and we got a new lady coming out of Dallas, uh, Nova Phoenix, and of course we have a Alejandro Lyon coming back from Dallas. She's been here. It's be like her fourth or fifth time. The Crowleys are on the card. Uh, Autumn Marie, don't sleep on that little girl. She's 22 years old. Her mom and dad both are, are regional wrestlers, and she uh, has star wrote all over her. All right, nice. And then we see that uh, you use one of uh, Turnbuckle Turmoil's favorite uh, wrestlers, Jessie Jesse Bell. Can you tell us about her? Jessie Bell's been a blessing to us. She's been, she wrestled with us in our old company, and then uh, she moved over to our new company when we started it. I think Jesse Bell, when as Gorilla Monsoon would say, didn't know the difference between a wrist watch and a wrist lock, and now she's turned into a phenomenal star, one of the stars of WOW uh, wrestling out of California out there. She she can mix it up with anybody. Outstanding talent, beautiful girl, and if you like country talking, she makes me sound like a city slicker. So. Uh, She's an excellent talent and highly recommend her to anybody. All right, awesome. And then I heard uh, recently we just became friends on Facebook. You just uh, just got a new uh, heart or something like that, pacemaker or something? Yeah, my old one played out. It was nine years old, and on uh, Wednesday, I'm still a little sore from it. On Wednesday, they cut me and put a new one in, so I, I guess or I'm hoping. That part's good for another nine or ten years. All right. What a blessing, man. You sound like brand new, and uh, I'm hoping for all the best for you, you know. Jeez. Well, thank you very much. I'm I'm happy they got that kind of technology now, considering in 1972 my dad had a heart attack and died. He didn't even have a chance for nothing. I don't even think we knew uh, – uh, you know, where you can save them, pump their chest and all that. I can't even think of the name of it right now. Uh, but yeah. uh, he just, just like you snapped your fingers and died, I watched it happen. So I'm I'm thankful that they've got the technology now where, you know, this thing helps me if I have a problem, which I'm, I'm, I only had one time on the old one, so that helps in nine years. So I'm hoping I don't have any on this one. Amen. All right, and hey, what do you got coming up besides your next show? Oh, uh, 
we're working with a couple of local promotions around here. When the girls come to town, we're going to try try to start getting them on some house shows on uh, Saturday nights for guys. And uh, we just uh, we got April, and then we got May 21st, I believe it is. Um, uh, yeah, 21st. We'll have another load coming in. That one's going to be pretty stacked, also. So uh, besides that, keep doing what we're doing. We don't we don't advance in too many things. Try to do too much. We just try to do what we do right. And I'd rather do one thing right than ten things wrong. Right on. And hey, how do people get a hold of you? Oh, they can email me at owner at libertyprowrestling.com or they can go to our website www.libertyprowrestling.com and my email link's on there also. So uh, either oh. way, they can get a hold of us. We'll be glad to, to communicate with them, get back with them, answer their questions, and uh, help them any way we can, get them a match book. Okay. Hey, who are some of the toughest wrestlers you've seen? Oh, toughest. Well, what's that girl, monster girl out of Louisville, Kentucky? The, the, she wrestles for OBC, some, OBW, I mean. And she's in England right now. Max the Impaler. Okay, wow. She, she, was, she was something else when she was here. And then uh, Melanie Cruz will always rate up there as one of my favorites. Tough gal out of Chicago. She's the one, if anybody doesn't know, was the lady who, when AEW first started, shaved her head to be part of uh, Brandy Rhodes' outfit that didn't last, I think, but about a month. And so she's been short-haired pretty much ever since. But what a great talent. Um, Vicious Vicky out of the Northeast was outstanding, but... She's so busy, it's hard to get her back. But in the day, we've had Sarah Del Rey here, Allison Danger. I mean, we've had all kind of people here. My, my wife still talks about Sarah Del Rey, and that was in like 2007, 2008. So uh, she was excellent. So we, Marty Bell's been here, Allison Kay, uh, Kahavik, Nevaeh. We've had them all over the years. But, you know, between the two companies, Barbie Hayden, Santana Garrett, both of those girls were outstanding. Yeah, I've got Barbie Hayden in the NGW green room. I got to interview her at Cauliflower Alley. What a blessing. Oh, she was there? Was that this year? Yeah, yeah. No, it was about five years ago. Yeah, Barbie's. I think she's pretty much out of wrestling, but she was a she was a good one when she was in it. Oh yeah. Well hey, I wish you all the continued success in the world. I really appreciate everything you do for wrestling and uh I'm hoping and praying for you guys and thanks for everything. Okay, can I say one more quick thing? Oh yes, and then we got a lot more time. Oh, okay. Any young lady that has started in this business and needs a place to to come wrestle and get four or five different matches, different opponents, this is the way to go because you get to to work with all kind of different uh, way they wrestle is the best way I know to put it because 
every wrestling style ain't the same, and thank God it ain't, or we'd all be born. And you know, this is this is something to consider because you get to work with different people, you get the different time lengths, you get everything you need all wrapped up. Plus, you get paid. So, I just want to say that to the young girls, it's a it's a great way to get experience. Well, hey, do you got any schools you'd like to recommend? Uh, well, I don't know that personally, but I hear nothing but the girls from Florida. Most of them have gone to Devon Dudley's down there, and they just rant and rave about how good a training they got. And we had Kelsey Reagan here this week. Eliza's been here before. Hayes, Eliza Hayes has been here before. And both of them are students of that school, and both of them have just bragged and bragged about how good. Locally, no, I really don't know any schools locally that I'd recommend. Um, Austin Idol is obviously doing a good job with his students. You know, if you're in that part of the country, Ricky Morton's done a great job with his students, and uh, so's Tom Pritchard and uh, Kane and 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 Knoxville. They've done a great job with, especially the lady students. I have to give them credit; they've done a great job. So. Those would probably be the ones I'd recommend. Okay, cool. And, yeah, I'm still waiting for the Real School Army member to call up. And uh, Sign's still here, so I'm sure Sign's got a few more questions. Thank you. Okay. Indeed. Thank you, Coach. Well, if someone is interested in doing custom <laughs> matches with your company, what are the – ways that they would go about being considered to be part of the roster? Really, honestly, all they have to do is just email me. That's all they have to do. And then I'll send them all of our uh, guidelines, rules, how we pay the motels for them, if they are eligible to be flown in or not, um, everything like that. I mean, we've got a, a standard uh outline that we send to every single competitor who comes here and uh, let them know up front what we do, what we don't do, what we tolerate and what we won't tolerate. I mean, we're not going to tolerate somebody, you know, run around naked, like I said. We're not going to tolerate people drunks. I guess the uh, best way to say about our company, we're probably pretty conservative, but hey, it's just the way I was raised and I'm old, you know, and the world's a little different than when I grew up. The, but all they, the, all they've got to do is email me at owner at libertyprowrestling.com. And that'll get us started. Now, in addition to people that are actually doing the wrestling Every wrestling company needs people behind the scenes. Uh, you have referees, announcers. These days there's usually social media and production people. Right. If someone was interested in getting a job with you and they're looking at outside of the ring jobs like production or social media or something like that, would they go the same route in order to be hired? Yes. 
Yes, yes, just simply email. Everything comes through that email that that we do. We have our um, webmaster is in Jackson, Mississippi. He's been with me at at both companies. Love his work. We work we work so well together. We actually almost can thank for the other one sometimes. Does a great job. I have a two cameramen. My main cameraman is a local wrestler here named Poker Face. Uh, also known as Quentin Williams. He's got his own show on April the 23rd out in Millington, Tennessee, Millington Mayhem 8. And he does a once-a-year show, and it's always a big show. So let me plug that for him if I can. Uh, the other one's uh, Johnny Morton, who is a, who used to work with Burt Prentice's promotion, he used to work with uh, all the young man out of Arkansas, Matt Riviera his promotion, and now he's in with the Tennessee Championship Wrestling, which is part of the old Burt Prentice uh, promotion here in Tennessee. Him and uh, another man run that and do a good job. And then uh, as far as we, we're unique, we don't do a lot of editing to our matches. I mean, we you know, when you watch wrestling on TV and it's live, if they screw up, they keep going. And that's the philosophy we use. If I got to sit there and splice and all that the whole time, then really probably don't need to use that wrestler anymore, just to be honest. The main part of professional wrestling that every promotion pretty much has, there's maybe a few exceptions here and there, but everybody has their ring, which is the stage for the entire event. It's what a promotion has to have in order to keep the livelihood going for everybody. And, of course, on the independent circuit, ring care can vary a lot. Some people take excellent care of their rings and get, decades out of them. Some people don't do the maintenance and the rings are not enjoyable to be in at all. What is your company doing as far as ring care and maintenance and making sure that the ring is a safe place for the people involved in it? Well, that's a good question. We check it each month before we Perform in it. Our ring's luckily only three months old right now. We bought them when uh, we finally decided to get our own building again and not go out and rent uh, venues that are out there where they, you know, have shows each week. And uh, we we bought our own ring, brand new from uh, Mike Samples, and uh, that ring's been absolutely perfect so far. Everyone that's come out of it said it bumps as good as any ring they've ever bumped in. And so that's a very good positive. And then, uh, but we do check it each each month. We check the ropes, make sure they're the right tightness. We check underneath. Uh, we get a we got a guy that gets under there and looks and makes sure the boards are you know none of them's uh, flipped up on another one or anything like that. We use uh, two by twelve boards, and uh, so far it's been perfect. We couldn't ask for a better ring or better situation with it. And, of course, two years from now, it'll be a little different. It'll be wore down, and we'll probably have to check it a little bit more. But right now, it's uh, it's going great. 
Oh, especially in the COVID era, uh, just sanitation became a big issue. You talked a little bit about some of the guidelines you had earlier during that, but as far as keeping the ring and the building sanitary, did you have to change a lot of what you did in order to make sure there wasn't going to be any viruses spread and uh, no infections and things of that nature? We did everything we could. We we cleaned the ropes between each and every match, had uh, uh, Lysol wipes that we used and cleaned all 12 ropes. Uh, also, uh, we had uh, uh, sanitizer at the front door in the restroom for everybody, and we asked them to make sure they used, you know, used that every chance they could. We asked them to sanitize when they first come in out of their cars or trucks, ever how they got there. And um, we tried to make sure they sanitized after every match they had. I'm not going to tell you we were perfect on that, but we sure tried our best. Obviously, in pro wrestling, the nature of it lends to injuries, and everybody's going to have the occasional injury, and things can go wrong at any point in any match that will cause someone to get hurt. Do you see very many injuries pop up during the tapings for Liberty Pro, and does that affect what you have to do as far as getting the product that the customer paid for to them? Uh, We've been pretty blessed in that category. We've had uh, one lady got her back out of line, had to miss a couple matches, and we, we, we try to get a hold of the customer and, and check on substitutes. If not, then we, we pick one, but we always try to email them and, and you know, get these girls are available with, with one of these work. We had a girl coming in last month that had 15 matches booked, and she got sick. One COVID, it was allergies, a sinus, and all that stuff with a fever. And we, she said, I don't think I'm going to come. And I told her, I said, I really don't want you to come, you know, because that could be the start of something else. Who knows? And uh, so I had to, I found out at 10 o'clock on Friday night that uh, she wasn't going to be able to come. And that morning, I got up Saturday morning, like 6 o'clock, and started emailing all the customers that had her in a match. We got uh, nine matches replaced with other women. We got three people that requested a refund, and we got four people that decided to just put the match off to the next time she comes. And I, I think that that speaks pretty well of, of our company because people know we do what we say or we we go above and beyond what we can do to do what we say. And, you know, like she didn't know for sure she wasn't going to come till Saturday morning at 6 when she called me. She told me Friday night she might not come, but then Saturday morning she actually called and she said, I'm not coming, I'm still got fever. I said, don't. And so then 
starting that early in the morning. We started eight o'clock, and so that only gave me two hours to get a hold of all the customers. And like I say, I got a good response, better than I thought I would from all of our customers. Now, do you have people that go to other wrestling shows in the area to scout out talent that are wrestling at like your more traditional wrestling shows that that the scouts might think would work out for Liberty? Oh, we've had a few do that, yes, sir. And we've helped provide some, like in the EIW in Trenton, Tennessee. Not this, well, last Saturday night, uh, Brooklyn Creed and Claudia Felice both went and worked that show for them. And uh, we talking to uh, E, what is it called? Hold on, EPW in uh, Boonville, Mississippi, trying to help them line some girls up in a future uh, month for them. Uh, also, we're trying to help uh, Greg Anthony in Dyersburg, Tennessee, uh, in Ripley, Tennessee, with some girls. So we're starting to help out more getting girls lined up, but some of them do go and want to go see the venue, like, uh, let's just say they're working there in two weeks. We're in town this week. They want to go see the venue, know it's all right, and everything's okay. We sent them over to uh, uh, Osceola, Arkansas, to work for, uh, oh, man, I wish I could remember all these names, Mid-South. Uh, oh, man, can't think of the name right now. Mid-South Wrestling, but it has another name, too, that goes in there. In Osceola, Arkansas, they run every Friday night, and we had Diana Taylor over there once. I think Claudia might have worked there once, and we had a another lady that worked there. Oh, uh, Marina Tucker. Now, a couple of years ago, almost, uh, we lost someone I'm sure you're very, very familiar with that was a big help to several women in this industry, that being Tracy Smothers. Uh, he had his uh, Smothers Twisted Daughters, and like you said, Jesse Bell has helped you out quite a bit over the years, and he had several other members of his Smothers Twisted Daughters that he helped. He was a big proponent of women's wrestling and was mm -hmm. a very big name in Tennessee. How big of a loss do you think it was, not just necessarily for your company or your area, but just in general for professional wrestling when we lost Tracy? I think it was real huge, and, and you couldn't have described it no better. That man did everything he could under the sun to help ladies wrestling. And, you know, starting with Jesse Bell and all the Twisted Smothers sisters, or I forget exactly how he worded it, but it was Mickey Knuckles, Amazing Maria, and several other girls. And um, he he was good for women's wrestling. He, uh, Tracy was good for wrestling all the way around. I mean, like, he pushed a lot of the guys, and he would sit down and help them. And uh, I remember Tracy when he actually started 
uh, here on Memphis TV. I, I want to say it's like 88, if I'm not wrong, but I may be off a year or two. But uh, young Tracy Smothers and, you know, worked his way up. And actually, I thought he was one of the best heels in America at, at one time. And uh, But I always loved his work. And, and he was great. He could he was great. There's no other way to say it. And he was great for wrestling. And, yes, wrestling suffered a, a big loss with him. Now, Tennessee has had professional wrestling in it for many, many decades now. And the fans in Tennessee have seen a lot of families that have sprouted several different members into the business, uh, families like the Lawlers, the Gilberts, the Dundees. You have uh, so many families that have come out of Tennessee now. What do you think it is about that area that seems to produce a lot of second and third generation wrestlers, some of which have worked for you? Right. And, and and actually, the, probably the biggest family of them all was the Welch family. Because, I mean, you go all the way back to Buddy Fuller, who was Buddy Welch, his two sons, Ron and Robert. And then uh, I think it was Ron's son was a, actually a, a referee in Alabama at one time. And then you had Roy Lee Welch. You had, I, I can't even think of all of them right now. My favorite was Herb Welch when I was growing up. He he was uh, old school, tough as nails from Dyersburg, Tennessee. And if if things didn't go right, you knew you were in a match with Herb Welch. There are no ands ifs about it. About it. But you know, I think it's just the fascin fascination of wrestling in this part of the country. Not necessarily just Tennessee. I mean, you can add Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Carolinas, all of it. I think it's just like this is known as the Bible Belt, but it's also kind of known as the wrestling belt, if that makes sense. It does, for sure. You know, Jimmy Golden's dad was a promoter. I mean, like you said, the Lawlers, Kevin and and the late Brian, both of them. Uh, I can't think of all of them. There's so many. But over the years, it's just been a ton of them. Eddie Gilbert was probably one of the more successful ones. And uh, I, I actually was good friends. Well, I ain't gonna say good friends. I was fairly good friends with Eddie. Knew him well. If we if we seen each other, we stopped and talked and spoke. Uh, things like that. And then I never really knew Doug that well. I knew his daddy pretty well because he wrestled in my hometown with Eddie Marlin every Thursday night there for two or three years before they split. And but Eddie Eddie Gilbert was one of the best minds I ever. You and wrestling, ever. You and me both. It all stemmed from Tommy Gilbert for sure. I agree. Well, we are down to the last few minutes. I want to make sure you have ample time. So if there's anything you would like to say to the listeners, plug anything and everything you would like, the social media, upcoming tapings, merchandise, anything at all, floor is yours. Well, let me see. We do have T-shirts for sale, uh, high-grade T-shirts. They're not little flimsy ones. 
and we have those for sale, and they're available on the web, website, and they're $25 each, and that's shipping, handling, packaging, the whole the whole works. And then we'll also throw in a free Liberty Pro uh, wrestling ink pen, which one end has a stylus, and the other end, I promise you, is one of the best writing pens you'll ever own. And then if you act right, we might send you one of our pocket knives, a Army Swiss knife. I think it has five different blades on it. If you order the T-shirt, we'll throw in the the knife and the uh, ink pen. And then, of course, we have uh, 1,171 downloads available on our on our website, www.LibertyProWrestling.com/shop. Uh, S H O P. And that'll take you right to the matches. We also, um, each match, or I ain't going to say each match, 99.9% of the matches have like a 30-second clip on it and like anywhere from three to five pictures of the match on each match that you can see. And now we've got a young man up in Canada that's helping us a lot. And we got like the newest matches all the way back to match like 700. We now have a write-up, plus we have the main holds or moves that were used in the match. So if a customer wants to know if there's a power driver or a, a bulldog or anything like that, it'll be listed on the website too. We also have our subscription page. And I'm going to tell you, that's the best deal we got going. Because you get three matches. And three set of t- uh, pictures from uh, from from tapings different. You might get one from match seven, match six hundred and eighty-three, and then match eleven hundred and forty-two. But you get three matches, and that's fifteen dollars a month once you join. And it uh, the matches are all at least ten minutes or longer, and that's a Thirteen ninety nine value, so four, that's forty two dollars worth of matches for the low low price of fifteen dollars. So that's a good deal. That's a sleep uh, for people, and, and I highly recommend that. If, you know, if you don't mind who's wrestling, because I mean we do put good matches on there. It's not junk, so we do that. Uh, again, my email's owner at Liberty Pro Wrestling dot com you can email me any question you can email me any match you'd like to create you can email me anything that you need and as long as it's uh normal we'll answer it you know i have a lot of people want barefoot matches i personally don't like barefoot matches anymore i like them looking like a professional wrestler and there are some barefoot wrestlers don't misunderstand me but i like seeing the boots or the shin guards or whatever and um, really, that's about it. On the oh, we do have a YouTube page. You can look us up on YouTube. And actually, he's put some of the older matches. He is as, as in my webmaster has put some of the original older matches up where you can see the whole match free on uh, YouTube. Outstanding. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time to be with us here today. We enjoyed it greatly, and I wish nothing but continued success for you 
and all the people there at Liberty Pro. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, and I'm sure all the girls and guys do also. And uh, we're proud of what we do. We're proud of how we do it, and we thank people for supporting us from all around the world. We have customers in Japan, England, uh, Australia, uh, France, Mexico, Canada, America. So we're we're really excited about where we're going, where we're headed, and, and how we've done it. All right. Well, fans, definitely take advantage of that great subscription service if you can. Liberty Pro Wrestling brings in a lot of top, top talent. So make sure you get some matches. If you are looking for some custom wrestling matches out of Liberty Pro Wrestling. Oh, Coach, do we have anything we need to say, plug, or promote before we wrap this up nice and neat? Hey, Mr. Bruff. Yeah, we were going to try to have uh, Real School Army's longtime member, Sunny Days, call in. Can you uh, tell the fans anything about her? Sunny Days, we finally got her here uh, in January, and she was exceptional, exceptional. We will have her back. Uh, she used to live in Arkansas. I'm not sure if she was born in Arkansas. And actually, uh, her trainer, Austin Lane, that helped train her in Arkansas, he actually works in the back, keeps the matches flowing and, and going and answers the girls' questions before they have to go into the ring. And she got to see him that day and talk to him and Nikki Lane, his wife. And that was exciting for her and them. And uh, she did an outstanding job. Very, very impressed with that young lady. Well, hey, that's on my bucket list to get over there to Tennessee. We got family over there. And uh, I'd love to bring my real school army over there in the NGW green room and do all I can to help you guys out and be part of your deal someday. And uh, we appreciate you so we appreciate you so much. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on, and whenever you get ready, give me a holler, and we'll get something worked out. All right, thanks. We have a lot to offer, and so do you, and we appreciate that once again. All right, thank y'all very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Stein, we, we're really excited about our upcoming shows. Are we going to go over those? Absolutely, go for it, Coach. We got Suicide Kings Nikki Six coming up this weekend. We're hoping to have Matt Farmer and Chris Del Sol possibly call in. I'm excited for that show. We got a huge April and a huge May coming up. We got May is Blades Month. We're already almost booked for June. And can you let the people know who we got for uh, April coming up? Absolutely. Let me pull up the books here. So, starting a week from this very day, April Fool's Coach, so hopefully this isn't a rib, but we're supposed to have Tim Simmons make up his appearance on the show. Tim Simmons works behind the scenes of Blue Collar Wrestling, longtime fan of pro wrestling, helps out with a variety of jobs there at BCW. He'll be joining us on the 3rd. WrestleMania Sunday, if you will, Stroh will be joining us. You probably saw him on WCW back in the day. He's been on a bunch of pro wrestling shows that have been televised, so 
you probably have seen him. The eighth, we have Bill Anderson, who you probably have seen if you're a wrestling fan on something televised at some point, be it as a wrestler, a referee, ring announcer. He's worn all the hats. The tenth, we have Leatherface joining us. On the 15th, Demetra Starr, the winged she-cat, will be with us. 17th, Jenny Santana, second-generation star, will be joining us. 22nd, Prince Adonis makes his way to the show. The 24th, Mustang Mike. 29th, Brad Bad. And then we kick off Blade Month, Coach. I'm excited for Blade Month. How great is Blade Month going to be? It's going to be great. And don't forget, we got a Star Wars tribute on May the 4th be with you. We've already got Wild Lyle, Stompin' Steve, Joe Loves scheduled to appear. And then we also got a treat for you guys. We have on April 7th, we got the Cool Hills on a Buddha special with Richard Sincere and Eric Wright. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be at a 7 o'clock show. April 7th. Yes, yes. Buddha's special for the Cool Hills to accommodate everyone's schedule. And then Star Wars Day. We're coming back with Star Wars Day. We've done it before. We're doing it again, working on some more people to potentially join the list that we already have. But that's going to be a huge day. But to run down the rest of May for Blade Month, all the Sundays in May... The first, we have Roger Blade. The eighth, we have Brian Blade out of Nebraska. The 15th, Damian Blade out of the great state of Missouri. And then the 22nd, we have our first Johnny Blade. This one out of the state of Texas. And then on the 29th, Johnny Blade out of the Midwest will be joining us. Coach, did you know that that Johnny Blade lived in our neck of the woods for a while at some point in his life? No, I didn't. Hey, I'm also very excited about this Sunday night at 7 Pacific time. You and I are going to be on Evan Ginsberg's show, Wrestling and Everything, out of New York. I'm really excited about that, and we're going to be interviewing you, brother, because I'm excited to hear about your story. Well, I will share it there with Evan and Bill. Looking forward to that. And... Coach, you know who had an interview this past week? Yes, Chicken Bob debuted on Buddy Highway's show. Yes, that was that was very good. I, I enjoyed that. Chicken Bob, very interview friendly. He enjoyed his time on Open Highway with Buddy Highway. He did, and then and then I'm looking forward to the Fridays in May also. But before that, I want to let everybody know they can check me out at. Coach Mike Jones at YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out the Real School Army, the NGW Green Room, and the Sign of the Times. We've got Sign of the Sign of the Times 524 coming up, don't we? That is upcoming this week. That's on the agenda. And then how about them guests for uh, Fridays in May? The 6th of May, we have... Manager extraordinaire, someone I think you may have come across once or twice in your day, Phil Good. Definitely. Member of the Real School Army, yes. Yes, I'll be seeing him later today. I'll confirm it while we're at the ring. 
Then on nice. the 13th of May, Chaz Taylor, who throws a mean clothesline speaking from personal experience. Yes, another on the 20th, member of the real school army. He is, and he throws a mean clothesline because he clotheslined me in my face. Who does that <laughs> to a man? Yes, he's a tough customer. I guess so. He's like Shorty P. Aims for my face, I guess. <laughs> 20th, we have Stevie Jonak making her way back to the show. Good old any petition, Stevie Jonak. Then on the 27th, well, you won't on the 20th because she'll be here. And then on the nice. 27th, handsome Nick Hamrick and A. Dick Vickers. That is a wrestler and his manager out of the great state of West Virginia. You think they know Stephen P. New? They probably do, yes. I see what you did there. You rhymed. New and do. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and then I think like, it's safe to announce June is going to be Authors Month. We're going to have authors on Song Guys Wrestling Show on the Fridays there in June. People that have written books. You want me to run those down yeah. for you, Coke? The okay, third, we have yeah, Mike Rogers and Frank Culbertson, who did the Excitement in the Air series. They will be doing a co-show together since they both worked on that series of books. Tenth, we're hugely excited to have Gary Morgenstein back on the show. Not only was he a huge contributor to the early years of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, he has come out with a series of books, the Dark Depths books, which Coach has in his possession at this very second, A Fastball for Freedom and A Mound Over Hell. Then the 17th, we're hoping that everything goes smoothly, but Matt Legit's scheduled to be on the show. It's been a long, long, long time since we had Matt Legit. And then a week from then, the 25th, Shannon will be on the show. He is... Uh, Author of a book on grappling. He's a great grappler coach. Yes, Jake Shannon. Man, I'm really excited about that one. And we have so many authors. We might be doing some double shot shows. It looks like Nick Iggy's, uh, we're trying to get him locked in also. We are trying to get him locked in, working on confirmation and so forth. But, Coach, have you read Nick Iggy's fantastic book, there is no punchline, the independent wrestling joke book. Not yet, but like I told my girl today, Sign Guy's Sign Guy has me scheduled to read tons of books, so I'm I got like six books I gotta read now. Well, I'm thinking you should read Nick Iggy's joke book. It'll go quick, coach, because it's a a great read. Lots of professional wrestlers that you have personally come into contact with factored into this book right on cool and i love joke books and i got a joke for you okay go for it why are fish so easy to re- easy to weigh because they always have scales because they come with scales yes i saw what we did there <laughs> all right so I want to wish everybody a happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. It's a beautiful day here in the Northwest. 
open for the great show tonight at Northwest Pro. And how do they get a hold of you, Stein? Usually on my left side with an arm bar or something. But if that doesn't work, you can find me on the Book of Faces. Look up the Sign Guy fan page. You can go to the Twitters, at Sign Guy HPW, the YouTubes, backslash the Sign Guy 77 on the gram. You can also find Chicken Bob on all his social medias. And this past week on the open highway with Buddy Highway. Yes, and I think we got a new outro for today, don't we? Uh, I believe we might. Are we all ready for the outro, Coach? We are, buddy. Thanks so much. See you Sunday. All right, everybody. Stay safe out there. You can come see me at the TI Martial Arts Center for Northwest Pro tonight and tomorrow. Everybody find some wrestling, support it, and we'll talk to you soon.